Who's Hound Entertainment presents Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl. And now, from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Sweden and the Speakeasy Studio in the United States, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, this is the Sounds on Vinyl show, the show that celebrates vinyl and everything awesome about vinyl. My name is Phil Boyer, and as always, from the land of the Vikings, my buddy, Mike Svensson. Mike, how the hell is it going over there in Sweden? Has it warmed up yet? Is it warm? Is it snowing? What's going on? You building snowmen out there or what's going on? Or snow reindeer, I should say. Snow rain? Oh shit! Oh, oh, I I hate the snow. I'm I'm sorry. I I I, I do. It's it's a bit warmer here actually. It's like five degrees Celsius right now. So so I'm 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 pretty happy about that. And and it started to rain, so all of the, like the, the 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 tiny bits of snow it it melted away. I'm I'm so happy. It made me think of of spring already, but still oh. it's like a couple of months there. But it's it's all good here. It's all good yeah. here. It's yeah. freezing like a you know what over here man i tell oh, you it's man. like we're we're like when i got up this morning i think it was like four degrees and with oh, the wind chill oh, oh, we're like in the negatives i think they're saying like the the high today with the wind chill uh, the real fill temp is going to be like negative six or some shit today oh man. and all the snow has iced over because it you know it gets a little warm at sometimes uh, it points during the day and so and then it ices up at night and so we have this layer of ice so you can't go anywhere without the threat of falling on your ass it's all kinds oh, of fun geez. If, as if we don't have enough shit going on here in <laughs> the united states we have the threat of falling on our ass wow yes. but, but uh, should, should we like go in, into the show and, and and skip that nasty part because that, <laughs> that's just nasty Ugh. four <laughs> degrees that's like Negative 15 Celsius or something like that. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can never do that that conversion in my head. I always get no, confused. No. I know Me it's like you multiply. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What is? Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so now I understand that you went out and you bought like some records, but you didn't buy records because Blue Oyster Cult is so far behind. We got an update and, and they are so yeah. far behind on their cowbells. Yeah. And, and so I, we're, we're going to, we're going to let them catch up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I haven't sorted this shit out. I, I bought like a 10, 10 albums or something like that. So, but for the love of God, blue is the cult. Could you get your shit together? Cause it's getting, <laughs> it's getting tiring already. I mean, it is. Could, could you like mark out some of the call bells and, and then put it in like a chronological order or something <laughs> shit like that? I don't know, but it's it's all messed up. So, you know, I, I don't hear those guys doing a podcast about how many cowbells <laughs> and how great their cowbells no. are. And, you know, hey, you know, the, the 10 most important cowbells of the 80s, they're not doing that. No. They're not doing that, but we're doing the 10 most important rock and metal albums of the 80s. Yes. That's what we're doing today. We're doing this shit, man. Yeah. I, growing up, I just loved top 10 lists because I, I got to hang with the, those older kids and with their big, massive boom boxes. So, hey, kid, you've heard of this? No, I haven't heard of this. Well, sit down and listen and pay attention. So oh, we're sitting there. And I remember we used to, to go to this playground and all, all of the, the, the younger, smaller kids, they, they fled the place 
Get out of here, Rip, playing rock and roll music right now. Fuck you. And ah, go home, fuck you. So I'm sitting there on one one of those shares in in in, in that they got on the playground and so um, and there was a this big dude he was like i think he's like two or three years older than me sit down and pay attention i'll play you an album have you ever heard this and and he he plays i i i heard everything from like metallica to du or to 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 motley and 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 whatnot so uh, that was a good education so mm-hmm. yeah. doing top 10 list that's 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 fun but Hard. It's hard. It's hard, dude. You're like, oh, we're let's do the like the top ten. Li-. And I'm like, dude, yeah. like I started doing it, and then it's like, oh wait, no, no, this shit belongs. No, wait, yeah. And I, you know, it, it's very for me. It, it it's very mood driven. So like, yeah, what is. what I'm about to reveal today, yeah, is probably not even. You know, it'll change tomorrow. Yeah, but I have to. I have to. I have to add this. So I have to explain. So what we're doing here, Phil and I, it's like the top 10 most important rock and metal albums of the 1980s. So there is not going to be any 70s stuff, not going to be any 90s stuff. This shit that we grew up with. So people out there are doing the crazy shit where you go, well, you didn't put in like Nirvana's Nevermind. What the fuck? Dude, it was from 1991. And plus, it's Nirvana. Yeah, okay. It doesn't belong on a top 10. Top 10 <laughs> records and bands that ruined music forever. Sure, <laughs> then Nirvana can be on there. Right up there with Alice in Chains. But no, th- this and, is a very different list. And? Post Malone, and of don't, course. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have oh, God. So so mm. I, I, I emailed uh, Phil about this say i want to do this because this is fun it's it's like going back to what we did when we first started the sounds on vinyl podcast we did records that we loved and that we grew up with and now we put together um a top 10 list each first Mm -hmm. yeah first and and last but still it's oh man that's a hard one Mm -hmm. i i thought I, I I got a little bit cocky. I, I I'll 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 shit you not because I say, well, it's a top ten list. I have a couple <laughs> of them in my computer. <laughs> no big deal. And then I pulled one out and I said, this is not my top ten list anymore. It, no, there is like you know, there's some sort of like a three four albums in there that I wouldn't put on my top ten list today. Yeah, but but anyhow, so so if you ask me tomorrow, I'll I'll pre- probably change this one too. So, but well, there we go. There so, you go. my criteria for this, because I'm I'm more fucked up than you, so <laughs> <laughs> these are albums that I easily play at least five to ten times a year. That's my criteria okay. for for. for an album to to make it to my top 10 okay so should, should should we go should we compare them should we get, like do one each i start with number one and then we'll go take it from there okay now is yours is yours in order from 
Like, is your number one, like number one and number 10, like number 10? Cause I did yeah. not order mine that way because I would still try, be trying to figure that out yeah, if I did that. I, or is I it would, just random, like in no particular order at I all? I would, I would say it's in order because I want to be better than you, but it's actually not. <laughs> it's actually not. But the, number one is always number one for me. Number of course. Yes. Yes. And and you you know what it is. We we don't have to even like talk about it. But still, because there's people out there listening to, so I have to tell you. But still, it's not in any particular order. So should we just let it rip? And, and I do number one, and then you do number one, then and then we'll sure. talk about. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll go right. back and forth. That'll work. Yeah. So yeah. so my first one. Could you guess what it is? I can. Sure. Should we let yeah. the audience guess? Uh, of course. We'll wait. <laughs> I'm having a sip of coffee while you think, audience. Thank you. Sip of coffee. Okay. Okay, I'm done. So, number one for me, Mike's top ten list. Drum roll. It's, of course, Kiss Alive. It, it couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be anything else. It has to always be number one. Because I got so many great memories from that one. I told the story before. And if you go on medium, medium medium.com, and then you look up Sounds on Vinyl, you will find my Kiss Alive experience. I wrote some article and shit and and Mm -hmm. put some pictures in there. And and I talk about stuff even deeper. So medium.com. Yeah, well, we'll we'll put a link in the description. So no matter where you listen, you'll be able to get to that. We'll throw a link in there. Uh, because because of the thing that this is actually my first vinyl record that I bought myself for my own freaking money. I there know go. I got an ABBA single, seven inch single when I was sort of like five or six years old. And I didn't care. I, 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 I didn't know what, what it was. <laughs> oh, look at this plastic thing. I don't know what to do with it. Because I haven't, hadn't gone there yet, so it took a couple of years. But Kiss Alive, of course. Kiss Alive. Kiss Alive. That's my number one. What's your number one? My number one. Now, my criteria for this list was these aren't necessarily my favorite records, but these are records that mean something to me in one way, shape, or form. So the first one I've got on my list is Judas Priest screaming for vengeance. Oh, so this record was a record that came to me at a time when I started getting into metal and it was one of, well, it was, it was this one and number two, and I'll get to number two in a second, but in a little bit, but these two records were the first two real hard rock metal records that I got. So Judas Priest screaming for vengeance, and they've been like one of my favorite bands ever since. Yeah, that's a great album. Oh man. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's just it, it's it is one of my favorite records. Definitely, it's up there. I, I still crank that every once in a while because it's it's so freaking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, pretty epic. Man. It is. It is. <laughs> okay, so doing the number two for me, it is Metallica monster puppets and 
You can't yeah. go wrong. You can't no, go wrong with that record. Nah. I I know. I remember that the first uh, uh, album that that I heard was Ride Lightning. Uh, I actually found out I heard some some of the songs for, from uh, Kill 'Em All, but I actually didn't know anything about that first album. So Ride Lightning was the first one I got. But since I got to see Metallica for the first time in 1986 with Cliff Burton on, on bass guitar, Monster Puppets has so much great memories for me. So it has to be on there. So Metallica Monster of Puppets is my number two. And but so tell people yours? but 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 tell people yep. the real reason why Master is your favorite Metallica record. It's it's because Dave Mustaine didn't write any of the songs that, that's on Master of Puppets. <laughs> right? Am I right? You you are right. Because Dave, you weren't in Metallica. You weren't even in the fucking living room. You were not in the door anymore. So stop crying. Okay, enough of that. Enough of that. My pulse is going up. I even talking uh -oh. about. Uh oh. All right. So, all right. So number two for Phil. Number two, it would be Iron Maiden. Peace of mind. Now again, it's not my favorite Maiden record, but I got this at the same time when I was getting into metal, and I've actually recently sort of gotten into this record a, a, a lot more since christmas i've been playing this record a lot lately yeah. and uh it, it's just it's a really phenomenal record that it's just uh with bruce on vocals it, it, it's just it, it it's a fine fine yeah. piece of musicianship on yeah. that thing I think. you see see i i should have gone with you with all the memories and shit but i went to the ones i play the most so so Oh, I, think I, made a bad, I think I made a bad call here because I got no, no, out. two very different lists, though. I mean, and, and you yeah. got to approach these things from a certain angle, otherwise, yeah. you, you just can't do it. You just can't, but do now it. you seem much smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. So, number or... three, number three, all right, number three for me is Def Leppard's Pyromania. Man. Oh Man. God, God! You know, I, I, no? I'm gonna, I, I, I've got that on my list too. And you got, oh, yeah, I think. Oh, it's getting exciting. no. I, I actually, I, I actually don't. But <gasps> that, that record, that record, yes. yeah. First Do up, Leopard. First Def Leppard record I ever heard. Yep. And again, it was at that same time getting into metal, and it was, yep. oh God, that not not a bad song on that record that that's oh. a beautiful choice slow clap for it, you. it is yeah yeah thank you yeah. i i remember this because you and i compared uh notes actually on this and how how we experienced this album and it's sort of like uh on, on the same level because i was starting out listening to to kiss and listen to maiden and all of a sudden i i, I see this like broadcast from 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 Germany, uh, 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 one of those um, metal festivals, and 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 Ozzy was on, and and Maiden was on, and and, uh, and and whatnot, and that's like the first time I heard Def Leppard, and and they played almost all the songs from from Pyromania, and it fucking blew my mind. Holy shit! And mm -hmm. I went out and got that album, and I easily 
easily, I shit you not, play this album like at least 10 times a year. Wow. At least. Yeah. Once yeah. a month. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't go into how many times I've been Kiss Alive because somebody will, will <laughs> call the nat there's a reason why you have 6495 copies of kiss alive because you wear yes yeah yes mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so number three my friend okay What's this is a this is a band that i don't think we've ever mentioned on the show oh because i don't i don't think you're a fan of this band okay it's queensrike Ooh. operation mind crime is the record oh. and again mind crime's not my favorite record by by the reich but this is a record i started getting into queen's rock about 1987 on the yeah. rage for order record which came out right, right. before mind crime but yeah. mind crime came out and my friends and i we just fell in love with this record and it was it was just so epic it was this concept record it was so well done you know it was one of the last with the great chris DeGarmo in it and I, I, it just, it's a great record. It's a fun record. And I, I love the, the, the story that the record tells. And the cool thing is, you know, like this was one of the records we would, this and, and Guns N' Roses, we would play like nonstop. It was like back and forth. It was just, oh, it's just one of those records that we'd always play. And years later, I actually got to interview Pamela Moore, who plays Sister Mary on that record. So that oh. was really cool. So yeah, so my crimes got got a lot of memories for me. My favorite Queensrÿche record, though, is The Warning. I love that record. My favorite. Oh, it's just it's epic. But you you you're not a you're not a Queensrÿche fan, though, are you? Uh, not per se, but actually, Operation Mindcrime is actually uh, one of those albums by Queensrÿche that I actually like really. Really yeah. much. I, I yeah. would say that. I, I, I remember uh, uh, songs like I, one of my favorite tracks with them is a song called Revolution Calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I think Jeff Tate does a tremendous job on, on the vocals on, the, on that one. Yeah. And actually, I got a story too about Queensrÿche. Because a, co- uh, uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of some, a couple of years ago, I, I said to, to younger uh, people and said yeah, a couple of years ago and i said so when was that in like 2005 dude that was like 15 years ago yeah i know what about it i wasn't so, even born yet no. <laughs> yeah so in the in the early 2000s i think it was like 2004 or 5 something like that they came to 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 uh, uh the local club in in malma called kb and uh, some friends of ours uh, uh, was a support act. So we're, we're um, doing uh, uh, the, the whole thing with, with, with going on, be, being on the, uh, the bill, doing, doing um, everything that we can to sell T-shirts and merchandise. We're, we're, we're like touring with these guys, uh, helping them out. And they, pl- they, came, they played Sweden Rock that year also and and then they did uh, um queen's reich and a couple of other shows that we helped them out with so we're selling t-shirts driving the van and, and so forth and and we had a great time and we actually got got um really close with with um uh members of their crew and and, and so we it was a really fun night and we actually uh, uh pissed off uh the the, the tour manager 
because uh, he had his wife with uh, with him and uh, she liked to have a, a good time and we had a, 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 a you, you, you might want to um clarify what that means <clears throat> uh, uh, hello is this on is this on <laughs> well so she came to, to to our dressing room instead and he got so pissed because we had we had some wine and then we had some grapes and and they're doing the beer and 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 whatnot and it's it's He's running wrong like like a mad dog, screaming at everybody, and we're we're sort of like relax, dude. The, the the show went went fine and and everything else. So she she hung out with with us in 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 the dressing room and had some wine and and some giggles and 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 he got real really mad. He wanted to throw us out, uh, but uh, she saved us. So that was a fun story. Yeah, but uh, yeah. so uh, so I actually um, there are some good members with, with Greenstone. Not one of my favorite uh, yeah. bands, but still I, I love Operation Mindcrime. Now, and, now what about the uh, the follow up Mindcrime two, where they had Chris DeGarmo come back for a couple of songs, and the late great Ronnie Dio actually lent his vocals to one of the tracks. Have you heard that? Yes, I've heard it. Uh, it's like one of the best songs on 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 that record, the one yeah, that Dio did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't know that it it, it was a, a Queen's Reich song uh, when oh. I first heard it. No, yeah. uh, so, so uh, it's because I only heard Dio's voice, and it's sort of like, what the hell? Uh, so, <laughs> but but uh, nah, nah, I will nah. Pass on that nah. one. Yeah, pretty yeah. much for me, everything past mind crime, uh, you know, that can, like, I don't like anything past my crime. Just no. their first four records. That's when Jeff Tate started singing all weird and losing his voice and being all psycho. And yeah, DeGarmo left not shortly after that. And, you know, and plus, once you do a song like Silent Lucidity, you, you lose your freaking hard rock card. I mean, come on. <laughs> what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> i don't know but I don't know. getting get, i'm getting off track number four yeah. what's your number four number oh speaking of the little dude dios, <laughs> dios holy diver of course oh holy diver yes yes yeah. phenomenal record you can't yeah. go wrong with dio that dude's voice i mean we fawned over him before man dude, yeah. dio's just a man he's the, oh, the fucking man, man. Will always yeah. be the man, even at death. He's he, the man, yeah, except he's when he's the, the hologram Dio. Then, then that's just stupid yeah. shit. But he, he is not the man. But, but, yeah. but that's not his fault. That's on somebody else. But still, Dio and and the lyrics. Oh mm -hmm. man, ride the tiger! Holy crap! Who? I, I mean, who puts that shit into a lyric? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put that, that down. Uh, ride the tiger. Uh, if I will put down some shit like that, people will laugh their asses off. And when Dia does it, it's sort of like, holy crap, he sings about a tiger. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> he's Dio. He's he fucking Dio. Yeah, he can write whatever the hell he wants. And it's, a, and it's a great fucking record. And I love his lyrics. You know what's crazy? Like all these oh. guys, they, they have their nickname. You know, Ozzy's the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. You know, Dave Mustaine is. I used to be in Metallica. Dave Mustaine. It's yeah. you know, all these guys have these these nicknames. Dio does not have a freaking nickname. No, he should though. 
Like if anybody deserves something like the Prince of Darkness, it's Dio, yeah. right? Come or on. we could go like this. He's above them all. Because oh, he well, He's that's Ron true. James that's Dio. Tr- right. That's James it. Dio. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we just go. leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Number four from Phil. Okay. Metallica. Kill them all. First record from Metallica. Oh, man. Have to go with this one. Again, Metallica, yes. you, you know, the first couple of records, you, know you can't it. go wrong. No. You know, but this one, I've told the story before. This was like the first Metallica record that I ever heard. It was also the heaviest music that I've ever heard before. Yeah. Before that, it was Scorpions, Van Halen, ECDC, and then I hear Metallica, and it was just like, motherfucker, this is all awesome. <laughs> it's so it, it's it's you know, so Kill 'Em All has to be has to be. It, it's also this is also my favorite Metallica record too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there we go, Metallica, Kill 'Em All. Yeah, that's classic right there. Okay, mm. so moving on to number five on my list. It is actually a maiden, but it is one of those albums that people go, eh, it's not that classic, but I don't care. It's <laughs> the seventh son of the seventh son. For me, there's not a bad song on this album. But I got so many great memories to it. Yeah, yeah, it's an underrated album, I think. It's it it's, it's it's it I think for me it's it's never one of my go-tos. But no. when I do put it on, I'm yeah. like, "Oh god, this is a great record. Like why don't you I do listen know- to this more?" I admonish yeah. myself like for not listening to it more cuz yeah. I should. It's a great record. Yeah. I listen to two Maiden albums like the most, and it's actually Seventh Son and Peace of Mind. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, but but I had to put Seven Sun in there because there are so many great memories. It's sort of like, well, you know, you know <laughs> when you when you know where you've been, you know mm-hmm. wh- who you were with when you listen to that album and so forth. And and that's Seven Sun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So you're number five. Okay. Let's go. This one might surprise some people. Okay. It is the cult electric. Oh, don't you just love the cult? Oh, <laughs> now, man. Now, the cult was one of those bands that I'd heard of, but never really heard. And my wife, Kate, was actually the one that turned me on to the cult. Now, it's important to understand that Kate is not a metalhead. She likes stuff like Erasure and Depeche Mode and all ultra Vox and all that eighties and all that stuff. Right. So, um, so she's not, uh, you know, she likes the ECD. She, she like does like the heavier stuff, but that's not really her, her taste. And so she turned me on to the cult when we just started dating. And, uh, so way, way back in the day, back in the, the late eighties, I think it was 89 or something like that. So, um, so that that has special meaning to me that that record the electric it's a great record it it is i think one of my favorite cult records um but yeah so there we go it's an awesome one i i good for you good for you 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 get a (laughs) a a small like golf clap oh thank you yeah thank you thank you thank you all right so we're moving on (sighs) number six i actually went 
um, out on a limb uh, uh, like some couple of months ago. And I claimed that this album that I placed on number six was actually one of the most important rock and roll albums ever to be released mm. in the 1980s. Mm. And I, I made uh, some sort of gesture to, to prove me otherwise. And it's Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Wow. Guns N' yeah. Roses' Appetite. Now, yeah. that is also a little sneak peek. That's also my number nine. Ooh. And if you put six and nine together, you get 69. So I think by that definition, it is in fact the most important record of 1980. I, I think that just, that, that there you go. There we go. Enough said. I, I, I would agree though. I mean, I, I, I yeah. do think it's a phenomenal record. It was. Do you know why I like it so much? Why is that? I mean, I mean listen to the music with, with that punk attitude. Yeah, yeah, and those songs, oh man, yeah. And after and after it was game over. Even for the band themselves, yeah. After Appetite, you you could I they couldn't top ever. it. They couldn't no, top no, it. No, 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 not in a million years. Yeah. So that's why Guns N' Roses it changed shit up. Mm -hmm. So it's it's it shot in the arm, if you will. Yeah. Okay, not literally. Yeah, that's about. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'll take that back. Hey, this for all you. Hey, this is a family show. This is a family yeah, show. I'm sorry. Christ, damn man. it, damn it! <sighs> Pull yourself together, Mike. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, so uh, <laughs> so your number six. My number six. The Scorpions, Ooh. and their uh, and their record Blackout. Blackout. Ooh. It was a, you know, Love at First Sting was actually the first music that I heard from Scorps, I think. I mean, that, that was a long time ago, and I'm getting old, yeah. so the memory's a little bit. It, it could have been, like, No One Like You was the first song I heard off Blackout. But there was something about Blackout and that record that I just played nonstop, you yeah. know, back in, what, 83, I think it was, 82, yeah. 83. It was just, so it, it had to make number six. Yeah. They were actually on the on the show that I told you about where, where I discovered Def Leppard. So I actually mm. discovered Scorpions on, on that same show ah. in 1983. Yeah. So uh, and and I didn't actually know they were from from Germany. So I, I when I hear the singers talk and we're going like, huh, what? Because <laughs> I, 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 I didn't understand. And and a friend of mine. Uh, uh, her mom just walked in and 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 we're going. What the hell is it? Well, that's German. He speaks German. <laughs> and, and my friend goes, why? And then she stops to listen to him. Um, perhaps they're from Germany. Nah. Really? So we had to look it up in the magazine and they were actually from Germany. And I, I still remember to this day. So he goes... Why? Why? Why is, why is that motherfucker so speaking German? What's up with that? So funny. Oh man! What the hell is going on here? We're oh, still shit. like twelve years old. Going why? Oh, that shit is too funny. Okay, so <laughs> number seven. On. Number seven. Number seven. It's actually White Snake. Slide it in. Slide it in. 
Yeah. Oh, White Snake. What what a, yeah. what a great band to grow up with because all their songs yeah. were dirty as hell. Yeah, and still. as a horny teenager, like you needed music to make it any worse, right? Oh, <laughs> and there we go. White Snake slide it in. Thought. God. <laughs> At least you thought so. Oh, put on some white snake, and I get all the girls. Hey, yeah. where's the girls? Well, I, at least I got white snake. Oh man, slide it in! Holy crap, that's a great album. I, I just, ju uh, I just posted a, a couple of uh, days ago. I think it was uh, the thirty-fifth anniversary of this album remaster. Uh, they put that out, so. It, they got like two versions of the album. One, one with the original UK um, recording, and then they actually did redid the album with um, uh, John Sykes on guitar for mm. the US versions. So it's uh, and it's oh man, it's a it's a great record. Yeah. So uh, good times back then, then. Yeah, and I could play it twice because it's like the same album with with two different LPs. So. So making my, my family listen to white snake over and over again so. <laughs> but oh god but yes but the honey, dirty records like the, it, it dirty records yeah i, I actually told the story have, have you seen the cover of of, of the album with, with the girl and the snake i don't think so maybe no no no, no i have i have yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it's sort of you, you cannot see her her uh, her head you, you only see her shin and then you see her dress She's got a black dress, and then you see the snake going into the cleavage. Uh, and uh, it, when when you open up the gatefold to this thirty uh, fifth uh, anniversary edition, you see the girl's uh, face for like the first time. Mm. And um, I actually read the story that she was so scared, so they actually couldn't uh, shoot her. Uh, they couldn't use her face because. She's sort of like staring into the with big eyes going, because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the snake was alive, of course. Oh, it, oh. It, yeah. It's not a fake snake, snake because they're white snake. It has to be real. <laughs> 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 they probably borrowed it from Alice Cooper or some shit like that. Yeah, there you go. But th that's why they cut off her head in, in the picture because she looks like she's going to run away all scared but but her face is in inside that and she looks scared so <laughs> so so, so there, there's a little side story for you right there there all you go kids listening out there yeah yes. all right yeah. number seven number go seven ahead. yes motley crew shout at the devil oh man now I should, should i tease this also because i got that a little further down it's my number nine. Ah, there you yeah. go see shout you go. yeah same. you know like just grew up with this you know back in yeah. this this one came out what 83 i think it was 84 yes yeah and and uh you know it was again just started getting into the hard rock and stuff and this record was just it was so like oh it, it was just epic. It was just yeah, epic. Yeah. You know, do you know that Motley actually celebrates their 30th anniversary this year? I did see that. And that makes yeah. me feel even fucking older. Yeah. But I already Let's not feel... go there. Just keep it straight. Breed. Start. That breed. means that I'm more than 40. And I like to think of myself what? as like 26. What? Oh, <laughs> I could not. So what? Now, who? Nobody told me what the yeah. hell. 
Okay. I I uh, agree. It's it's a great fucking album. Oh man, I remember. Do you remember opening up that gatefold and seeing uh, seeing those pictures? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it was. Oh man, it was it was epic. epic. It was yeah, just it, it was. was fucking epic. Not a bad song yeah. on that record. No. The opening was like a little weird. The in the beginning yeah. song. Yeah. But it's 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 inspired me after that to for some of the own my my own projects that i've i've done so yeah. it's yeah it, it's a great record so you know that record means a lot because it was one of the records that i grew up with it was just you know and of course yeah. my mom hated it because it had the word devil in it you know yes so. of course <laughs> and of course these all guys are all mom. dressed up with their yeah. weird clothes and makeup and all that crap and and you know but yeah but did, great didn't you, just awesome. didn't you like feel that they the all all the bands that did shit like that they belong to us mm -hmm. youth back then i yeah. mean even metallica in, in in their in their jackets uh, with, with the pins and 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 uh, uh, the push head logo with, with the cliff on with that big skull and and, and shit like that all those bands, even even though uh, Motley was like weird looking from from <laughs> an, uh, outer space or some shit like that, but they belong to us. You open it up and you see this. Oh man, the mm -hmm. gatefold, and 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 mom goes, what the hell? "Oh my god, it's gonna ruin your life forever." Yes, <laughs> I hope so. It better. It better. <laughs> That's why I'm Bring listening to fucking, it. <laughs> Bring some fucking excitement to this family already. Come on. Like, quit yelling at me and bring me some whiskey. Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got music only... to listen to. Come on. <laughs> but you're only 12. I don't care. It <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so we're mo moving on to number eight. On number my eight. List. Yes, it's ACDC Back in Black. Ah, uh, dude. I shit dude. you Dude. Yeah, you know, mm. we talked about this before. I mean, I, 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 oh man. Okay, so, yeah. All right, 1980. Yes. Now, Break. is this here? Here, no, no, no. Here, here's a little, here's a little fun little uh, argument or whatever you want to do. Call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in black. Yes. Or appetite for destruction. Most back important. Most important. Oh. So you're going back on the, on the whole GNR already? Yeah, but one of those, <laughs> I said. One of those, not the most one. Stop now, it, back you're in... scaring me right now. Are you now, keeping track or what? We, I, I, I got notes, man. I'm keeping track. <laughs> I got my notes. <laughs> it's for the backstage pass. <laughs> uh, no, that, that, that's a phenomenal pick. I mean, I, I yeah. do think that was the record that got non hard rock fans into hard yeah. rock yeah i actually told this story to my son texas the other day uh about when we did the show back to back with with those uh, uh going from uh highway to hell to back in black to for those about the rock uh i mean bon scott died in like 1980 and they uh, finished uh, and uh, released, I think it was July of 1979 that Highway Hell to Hell came out, and I think it was actually July or June or something like that when Back in Black in 1980 
hit the shelves in the record mm-hmm. stores. And then Bon had been died for dead for like just a couple of months. And then mm-hmm. you, then you released for those about the rock almost a year later. I mean mm-hmm. three epic I mean totally fucking epic albums from ECDC. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of those. No, no. And and to think that they picked up the pieces with with Bond's loss when he died and then they made made it back into the studio and and they did back in black mm-hmm. with completely rewritten songs completely new with brian on vocals yeah yeah oh. you, yeah you, you you hear the the story about brian sitting there on this island as the storm's coming in and, and trying to yeah. write you know the opening track of the the record and it's just like yeah Oh my God. And, and you hear that and he's like, yeah, it's not a song. It's a weather report, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's, it's such an epic song. It's such a w- great way to, to, to start that record. And, it, and it it's, is. and it's just from them to come back from that and c- yeah. put out back in black and, and, and for it to be as well received as it is yeah. today. Yeah. And, and so yeah. popular even today, even what 40 yeah. years later, like, because I, I was thinking again. about that. They, they didn't actually know if this is going to work. I mean, mean, are people going to, to even like this one with Bon? Because he, he's got a, he's got a, like an epic voice also, Bon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, so they're, they're going out on limb with Brian and thinking that, well, we need to continue because we want to do this. So, and hoping for the best. What, what a treat for Brian. Mm-hmm. To, to to be able to to be a part of backing black like this with yeah. the songwriting process and so forth and being that epic of an album that that it became that must have been a thrill for him right there oh yeah yeah oh cool yeah definitely okay so oh oh i got him sentimental here <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about right. man yeah all right so, where are we at okay. number eight Number eight, yeah. Number eight, okay. Here we go. Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry. Oh, man. This is another one, just a lot, you know, same time that I got into the crew with Shout, Stay Hungry came out about the same time. Such a, you know, I want to rock and we're not going to take it. And when you're like 13 years old, that that those songs just spoke to me. And it was just like, even though these... You know, I'm looking at these guys going, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, what yeah. the fuck is that? The yeah. music just transcended that. And it was like, okay, yeah, these these songs are just awesome. Yeah. And with the exception of the price on that record, there's not a bad song on that on that record. I just, I, I they, love that record. They actually never did anything for me. No. Really no, back in the day, they never did anything for me. I, I liked I Wanna Rock. I thought thought they were goofy with their weird costume and so forth. So fast forward some like 20 years. I, I, I 20 years. I'll I just give you 20 <laughs> years because I'm so young. Yes. But actually, so my son starts to listen to Twisted Sister. He gets into them and I pull out the album and we play it together. Oh. And actually, I think it was a great album <laughs> some it, it took me like 20 years to discover that it's a 
oh, it's a great fucking record. So, but now I'm all der, all. You see where older. I'm going? Yeah. Older. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I got you. Yes. Yeah. I'm the same Not way. old. Not mm-hmm. old. Older. Yes. And it spoke to me. And mm. I, we actually went to a show with, with D. Schneider and saw him play live. And he played those songs. And he's a terrific front man. He's terrific on stage, taking the audience, telling jokes, doing the shit that he loves to do. And it's sort of like we had a great fucking time. He's sort of he's such an entertainer. So uh, hearing those songs for the first time live, that was a real treat. <laughs> so uh, so but it didn't actually do anything for me back in the day. But no? but I changed my mind. There you go. With that. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Fun. Okay. Well, we, we've already revealed our number nines on this one. Yeah, so, so that's, that's so we're, Motley, Shout of the Devil for me. And, and so, GNR, Appetite on my yeah, end. So yeah. number so 10. Number 10. They had to be in there, even though it's not the same album as, as you picked, but they it had to be in there, the cult Sonic Temple. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, there's not, there's not a bad song on this album no no At there isn't seven to ten times a year i play this album <laughs> i play a lot of records more yes, than the blue oyster cult. more yes. than blue oyster cult has cowbells that's how many records yes. you play yeah. yeah there you go yeah no that's that a that's a great record uh, so uh oh what's it what soul asylum what's the song on there is it yeah. soul asylum oh i love that song that's such a great song yeah yeah where you go all right my number 10 and we were just talking about this band acdc oh yeah but for me it's for those about to rock because i got this one right about the same time that i got my uh judas priest and iron maiden records so and i just remember listening to this record and again it's right up there with back in black is the best. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it not a, not a bad song, not a mediocre no. song. Every song on there kicks ass, you yeah. know, you've got evil walks. You've got all those epic, epic songs D-O-D. on there. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's so, it's so, and the, the title track is just so fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like you just can't go wrong. So yeah. So I had to go with that, but you know, honestly, and I put a little parentheses in here under my notes. It's, it's really any ACDC and, you know, yeah. you can't go wrong with ACDC. No, 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 you can never. But we, we tried yeah. to, we, we had to keep this to the eighties. So yeah. Yeah. That's why there's no black Sabbath on this list or, yeah, you know, but, but no, but no Megadeth. Bill? No, my, no, no, Mega Dave. No. Sorry, Mega no, Dave. <laughs> no, no. Well, wait, wait. We, we we got runners up though. Let me check my runners yeah. up. Uh, yeah. No, no, still no, no Mega Death. No, no, still no, no Mega Death. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I I asked Phil to do this because I I I had such a hard time being all cocky and shit and and doing my top ten list. So I had to put a runners up in there. So I'm going to go through my list real quick and, and tell you why I chose this in particular. So I wanted to be this one. I wanted to be on, on the on the list, too. It's rats invasion of your privacy. 
because mm-hmm. uh, that's like the first Rat album that I heard, and I think it's a it's a great record. But it it didn't actually go in there because I do not do not play that album uh, mm. that much anymore. But you just look at the cover. I just look at the cover because <laughs> I got the original pressing with the inserts and all. Uh, and there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, and then I got, of course, Judas Priest screaming for vengeance. You got that on your oh, list. Yes. But it's yes. up there. Uh, I got Aussie Ultimate Sin because it, I, I could have picked like th- those first ones, but Ultimate Sin, it's, there's so many memories. Uh, about this album and I think the the songs are so great on this one so uh, but it it couldn't make my list because I yeah well you know mm-hmm. you know my criteria so <laughs> and moving on I got Motorhead Ace of Spades because because it's Motorhead mm-hmm. so and last it's Saxon's Strong Arm of the Law there you go yeah there you go so it could easily be like 15 but top 10 (laughs) my top 10 is top 10 yes there you go so you got some runners up i got a couple runners up too for me it's van halen and it's it's a cross again this this shit's so hard it's a cross between women and children first and 1984 all right but but honestly you know it's a lot of van halen it's, yeah. it's Van Halen to me is a lot like ECDC. It's up until a certain point that is for Van Halen. Yeah. yeah. As long as DLR is in the band. Well, yeah. I can't even say that because some of the latest stuff isn't, <laughs> but you know, 1984 yeah. and before 5150 after that, they, that can go take a hike. Yeah. But yeah. So there's that. Um, rat out of the cellar. Speaking of rat oh. out of the cellar. All right. Yeah, you know that was right. good. I remember seeing Milton Berle in, in the videos for Rat and thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, we talked about this record, Def Leppard, Pyromania. Ooh. But see, okay, so I've got my note here. I'm going to read yes. the note. I got this uh, another parentheses here, right? All right, okay. Def Leppard, Pyromania, but yes. that should really be in the top ten. But everything in the top ten should also be in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my little cheat right there okay yeah <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, hard. it's hard it's hard man it's hard because yeah. def leppard is that py- that pyromania record is it is so important it, it it's yeah. up there it it, it, yeah. it, it but it, i can't take anything else out so no uh, you know you know that my top 10 list it, it's it's like a it's like a speaker it goes to 11 how's that <laughs> loophole there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh and last but not least i've got pretty much every dock and record that came out in the 80s how's yeah. that oh yeah yeah dock like was just one of those bands that we we played a lot and i know the songs are kind of sappy you know yeah. there, there are a lot of love songs but yeah but i don't know there's just something about docking that that i don't know you know plus being in nightmare on elm street kind of helped them out a little bit so they're yeah th- that's some of my my runners up cool but well, and then we'll do another show tomorrow and these lists will be completely different yes of course it it, it is because it's so freaking hard it is but still man. it's it's a lot of fun 
we'll post this on on social media and and whatnot so you can you can uh, see the list that we uh, we did pull together yeah so yes. uh are you ready for this we got a pick of the week my friend nice been a while since we did the pick of the week let's do yeah, it yeah what yeah, do we yeah. got so we got a, a brand new song from Dave Mustaine. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> called Beeble Booble. <laughs> no. With guest no. vocals by Post Malone. Oh, oh, bad Phil. Bad Phil. And Mike. But still, okay. Getting more serious right now. Are you ready? Yes. This is a band called The South Society. And they're a band from Malmo, Sweden, in the s- southern parts of, of Sweden, where I'm at right now. Uh, and they got a new song called Awake. And this is actually a brand new band. There, uh, some of the, of the guys in, in, in this band have played uh, in various bands before. Uh, the singer, who, whose name is also Michael. Uh, he's a great guy. I've known him for like some 10, 15 years. And, and he was actually in that band. They're called The Bass that opened up for, for, for um, Queensryche back, back in the mm. day, the story I told you about. So he, oh, he, was, the, he was the lead singer for, for that band. But now they got a new band. They're called The South Society. And here's their brand new single called Awake. Here we go. Watching the cigarette slowly 
Well, there you go. Yeah. How cool was that? It? Yeah. A bit different, but still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Very different. cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So check them out on Facebook, South Society, or on Instagram, South Society Music. And they even got a web page called SouthSociety.se. Ooh, Sweden. SE. There you That's go. Right. So check them out. The South Society, a great, great band with great, great uh, guys in it. And, and uh, you should check them out. It's uh, real, really great music. So mm -hmm. there we go. Their new song, Awake. South society. Nice. Well, yes, that's well, about that, it. It's, yeah, it's it's time to say goodbye and let everybody get back to whatever it was they were doing. But yeah, if you guys are bored and you want to do something, put your own top ten list together and yeah, let us know. Dude. You know, yeah. tag sounds on vinyl, either the hashtag or the ID over there on Instagram. And oh, you know what? We we kind of blew right past this, dude. You, we, yeah. we got we got sort of a, a big announcement, right? Yeah. The new Facebook page mean? that you put together. Oh yeah, I put a I put out a Facebook page. Keep people are badgering me. <laughs> you got to be on Facebook because you're a, you're a podcast. Every other podcast that I know about is on Facebook. Please do a Facebook page. So I did. Are you happy now, people? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's so much fun. You can interact with us and mm -hmm. send little messages and and uh, participate. Uh, and see all the freaky shit that we do live or, or not. Or not. You go over on Facebook and hook us up. Sounds on vinyl. Just put the, the name in there and then hook us up. And, and you That's can, right. yeah, you can yeah. see all the crazy shit that we do. All the crazy, the, too. the crazy nonsense that all the yes. hijinks that we get up to. Yep. Yeah. So there, there we go. go. So go check That's that it. out. And, uh, until next week. Yeah. Later. Later. If your ears aren't bleeding by now, you didn't listen to Sounds on Vinyl the right way, so go back and listen again. Sounds on Vinyl is hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer and produced by Boozehound Entertainment. Go to soundsonvinyl.com to support the show, to dive deeper into listening and collecting vinyl. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.